Investing in your business can be a wonderful way to grow wealth and live the life you want. That's what I'm doing. But investing in someone else's business can be even better. In my opinion, this is the best way to generate true passive income streams. Through ETFs or exchange-traded funds, you can buy a basket of shares in different companies in one trade. BetaShares offers Australia's broadest range of ETFs, including the Global Cashflow Kings ETF, ticker symbol CFLO, which lets you invest in 200 companies with high levels of free cash flow, such as Visa and Costco, in one ETF. You can learn more about CFLO and the BetaShares fund range by visiting betashares.com.au. Read the PDS and TMD on the website and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Welcome to RASC's Australian Business Podcast, a series for entrepreneurs who dare to leave the world in a better place and get paid while we do it. This podcast will make you a better business owner, investor, founder, or entrepreneur. If you want to start a business or already have one, please subscribe to the series or share it with your friends, business partner, or colleagues. And don't forget to consider taking our free business course, which includes heaps of templates for creating business plans, HR documents, employee files, all of my software recommendations, and more. The course is completely free and available via the link in your podcast player. Okay, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode five of the Australian Business Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about business experts and who you need on your side. If you haven't already listened to episodes one through four, please go back and listen to those because some of the concepts in this episode will tie back to those. And don't forget, between now and episode 12, I'm going to take you through the essentials of starting a business and operating a small business. After that, who knows what we'll do. We'll probably have some interviews or something like that. They say it takes a village to raise a child, but I'd say it takes a few villages to grow a successful business. However, the rewards could be even better than a child. To help us navigate this maze of complicated documents and rules, there are specialists who we can call on. Below, I'm about to outline some of the key professionals, how much they cost and what they do. But before that, I want to bust some jargon. Let's quickly bust some jargon before we get to who's who in the zoo, so then you know what I'm talking about. Number one, let's talk about business names. You need a business name to run a business in Australia. If you choose to run your business under any name other than your legal entity, for example, I registered our old membership name at Rask, which was called Rask Invest. So that was a business name that I registered. So then I could use that name as in Rask Invest on our invoices that we would send to our members when they um, buy a membership. But I could just have easily used the Rask Group Proprietary Limited, which is our legal company name. So you don't need to register that because it's already a name that's in the registers. I just wanted something nicer to put on our tax invoices and around the place. You can use the ASIC website to search for available names. When you do this, it will show up as this name may be in dispute or this name may not work. I would encourage you to actually go into the report that ASIC produces and have a look at the the similar names because it's really important you don't go too close to those names, but sometimes it flags names that might not really be an issue for you. The number two thing I want you to do is remember this. Securing a business name in the ASIC portal does not protect you against infringing someone else's intellectual property. For example, like a trademark. 
A business name and things like trademarks are different things. Chances are you won't need to worry about having a trademark for your business unless you plan on making a massive brand that stands out. For example, if you're starting a local construction company or an online design business, you probably won't need to worry about registering a trademark. Number three, copyright is different to a trademark. You don't have to pay for copyright. In Australia, copyright is automatically assumed if you create something that is unique. Here's how the Law Path website puts it. Copyright can include works of art, computer code, literary works, sound recordings, or films. And this is the quote here. However, copyright only protects the original expression of ideas and not the actual ideas themselves. A good example of where you might have copyright material is on your website. If you have a blog or have made a video promoting your business, it will be protected by copyright, end quote. This is good news for us as business owners because it means you don't need to pay lawyers to legally protect everything that you do. Number four, an ABN is an Australian business number. If you plan to issue an invoice in Australia, you'll need an ABN, even if you're a sole trader. For example, even if it's just you working in the business or if you have a partnership, You can get an ABN that's valid for three years for under $100. At least that's what the cost was when I did it. And finally, number five, an ACN. An ACN is an Australian company number. This is different to an ABN because it identifies a company like the RAS Group Proprietary Limited. A company has both an ABN and an ACN, whereas a sole trader only has an ABN. We'll get to business structures in the next episode, so don't worry if you're a little bit confused right now. But now that you know the essentials, let's move on. Let's talk about bookkeepers. Technically, accountants and a bookkeeper are separate professionals. A bookkeeper helps you with the day-to-day accounting, like sending invoices, receiving invoices, paying your employees, and balancing your books in your zero account. That is like matching your receipts to the expenses that are actually on the zero platform. You would need to get a bookkeeper if you need help or just can't be bothered with day-to-day financial admin, or if your accountant tells you to clean up your financials and get a bookkeeper to help you. You can expect to pay a bookkeeper by the hour, around $50 per hour, give or take 10 bucks. Let's talk about accountants. Accountants can do a bookkeeper's job, but they tend to know a lot more about other parts of your financials, such as your tax, your legal structure, and the administration of your business, such as the rules around super, what you can claim for tax, how to optimize your purchases to pay less tax, or your business strategy, so they can help you optimize your overall financial performance. Here's the rub. A good accountant will charge you probably $200 to $250 an hour. So be prepared to pay up for high quality advice. This high cost of $200 an hour or more is why it's vital to get on the front foot and keep your financials in order so you can learn the basics of accounting and use a bookkeeper if you can so you keep that accounting cost low. My advice is get a really good accountant. Don't cheap out on this. Find someone who is a CPA or CA qualified. That means they're a chartered accountant. 
and someone who has run their own business. Then get a bookkeeper to help you maintain your books if you're not interested in learning how Xero works. Your accountant or your bookkeeper could refer one another. So you could have an accountant that refers a bookkeeper, a bookkeeper who refers an accountant, or they work in the same office. However, I do recommend having a line of separation between these two. So getting your own accountant and getting your own bookkeeper. The reason is it adds more accountability between the professionals. If one of them is saying one thing and one of them is saying another thing, you at least have two different opinions, which is important. You can go to an accountant for helping you choose a business structure, like a company structure, sole trader, trust, partnership. We'll get to that in a minute. Or two, for tax minimization strategies. And three, before you make a big business investment, let's say you're purchasing a car for the business, a property or another business, speak to your accountant. Make sure you get their opinion. Now, we're going to talk more about accounting fundamentals. So the basics of accounting, and I've got heaps of examples in a future episode. So if you're a bit confused, don't worry, we'll get there. Lawyers. Lawyers can help you get a will so that you can protect your personal and business assets in the event that you die. You can pick the right business structure from a legal perspective and help you understand your creative protections, including copyright, patents, and trademarks. A lawyer typically bills you by the hour, but they will often issue you an estimate up front. A good lawyer can cost you anything from $300 to $1,000 per hour. Again, they should be upfront on the costs and you shouldn't have to use them um, all that often. I'd advise you to shop around and get a third opinion on really important legal matters. Lawyers, accountants, and just about everyone, you've got to remember this. They often look at problems from only their lens. So an accountant only looks at it from an accountant's perspective. A lawyer only looks at it from a legal perspective, but at the end of the day, it's your business and you need to decide based on that uh, advice, what is the best course of action for you. So you need to understand the different pieces of advice you are getting and why they count. Let's talk about technology real quick. In the modern era, getting advice on technology could form an important part of your business. Custom built websites, for example, built by an Australian development team, are extremely expensive to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then unless you hire a lead developer or you are a software developer yourself, it's extremely likely you'll be on the hook for even more costs in the future if you just choose to build a custom website. For this reason, I would avoid custom website development at all costs, unless you know exactly what you need and want or a technologist yourself. Just a few quick ones. For domain hosting for where you buy your website, I use crazydomains.com.au. If you buy .com.au website addresses like yourdomain.com.au, you'll need an ABN before you can register that type of website. It's about 15 bucks per year per web address. If you wanna build a website with WordPress, we use a company called Flywheel as our web host. So you get the URL from Crazy Domains, and then you point it to Flywheel. I'll get into the different technologies throughout this series, but WordPress is a bit more clunky than some of the other websites. If your only purpose for having a website is to sell stuff, you could consider using Shopify, um, or if you already have an existing WordPress website, you can download the free plugin called WooCommerce. Both Shopify and WooCommerce 
are probably the two most popular pieces of software in the world for selling things online. If you just want a super simple website, use something like Wix.com. Um, you can use Stripe and PayPal to take payments online. Or if you're in person, you can use Square or another company called SmartPay. I'll get to all of these companies in a future episode where I outline my favorite uh, technology for small businesses. If you're worried about internet security, such as your website being hacked, you can get a free account from cloudflare.com, the world leader in many types of um, internet security, but it gets pretty complicated pretty quickly. The reason that I recommend Flywheel to everyone is that Flywheel has their own engineers. So they secure their website and your website for you. And then you can use other third-party tools like Cloudflare to do the rest. Before you do anything, I would just highly encourage you to make sure that your web address is available. You can do that by searching on crazy domains. Designers. If you're looking for anything design related, you're in the right place. Logos. Use online marketplaces like freelancer.com or fiverr.com to get designs sent to you. Or just go to a university or search online for a design student or a family member it's near you. You can use the Facebook uh, groups for student societies. For example, if you want to go to the University of um, New South Wales or uh, you know the Uni SA or uh, Curtin University, typically they all have Facebook groups for their student society. And sometimes you can post into those groups, depending on the rules, to hire people. So check those out. Um, you can do it yourself. You can create your own design. Um, there's an Australian website called Canva. Uh, it's a startup and it's free to use. And I'll mention this more throughout the course, but you can make your own design really easy. Just drag and drop your own design and then just click download. Uh, pretty simple to get off the ground for free. In summary, these are there are only a few things that are certain in life and those things are death and taxes. So having a good accountant and a good doctor is essential. Outside of that, you should only need to see a lawyer at the start or every now and then on your business journey. So I would prepare all of the materials and go in for a consult. Finding good design and technology talent can be tough. So consider using these online portals, but then getting feedback from the designer. So oftentimes when you get a logo designed or you get some type of design made, they'll send you something that's really generic but you can say to them, no, I want it to look more like this and go back to them a few times to make sure you get the logo that's unique and that you want. For most businesses, a simple website setup will do. Don't overcomplicate it. Use tools that are freely available. Just make sure that you have the web domain available. Even if you don't build a website now, make sure you have the web domain that you want by buying it in crazy domains. It only costs you know 30 bucks for two years or something. So go and get that. Accountants, and bookkeepers, the way to save is to make sure that you understand the absolute basics. Remember, at the end of the day, it is your business. And the number one reason, or not the number one reason, but one of the top reasons businesses fail is actually relying on other people and other people's expertise when the business owner didn't understand everything in their business to start with. There will come a time when you have to hand over the reins for different parts of your business, but in the beginning, it's essential that you set it up correctly and you know how things work. In the next episode of this podcast, I'm going to talk to you about raising money to grow your business. It'll be a quick episode before we get into business structures. I'll see you on the other side. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Australian Business Podcast. I think this series is best served with my free business course on RASC education. My free course includes all of my notes, templates, employment guides, legal documents, marketing strategies, software recommendation, and ideas for starting and running a small business. If you're a small business owner or an expert like an accountant, lawyer, investor, or entrepreneur, I want to hear from you. I'm not 100% sure what we're going to do with this podcast series, so I'm looking for sponsors as well as potential co-hosts, and of course, I'm eager to invest in businesses run by talented people. If you're looking for a supporter or advisor, a silent partner, or even an investor to support your growth, I can help. Please contact me via the Rask website. Finally, if this podcast or the course helps you, I only ask that you please help me by sharing it with one friend, colleague, or family member who runs a business. Thanks for listening.